Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, December 5th, and I am your host, Krishika Jathani, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from today. First, a kangaroo is found safe after being on the run in Ontario. Next, a large pro-Israel rally was planned for Monday. Finally, in world news, an attack near the Eiffel Tower has French investigators looking into the suspect's mental health. And then we will hear Rojan with their latest good news segment. So, let's get into it. A kangaroo escaped while at a pit stop at the Oshawa Zoo on Thursday evening. A kangaroo escaped while at a pit stop at the Oshawa Zoo on Thursday evening. A transport carrying two kangaroos en route to Quebec stopped so the animals could, quote, stretch their legs, end of quote, according to the police. According to the Toronto Star, Durham Regional Police have located the Lewis kangaroo. The kangaroo was spotted at around 3 a.m. on Monday and by 6 a.m. she was successfully captured. Officers told the star the female kangaroo was found in northern Oshawa near Winchester Road East and Harmony Road North. The Oshawa Zoo said the kangaroo was captured by the police dog team and is now safe as it awaits transport to Quebec. According to the star, a spokesperson for the zoo said it appears uninjured and, quote, the red markings everybody might have seen is dye so that it can stand out from our kangaroos, end of quote. Cameron Preed, the park supervisor at the Oshawa Zoo and Fun Farm, said it's in good shape and has been given food and water. According to the star, Preed said, quote, It was a very stressful weekend for all involved, including the kangaroo, and I think we've all earned a delicious snack and a bit of rest, end of quote. Michelle Hammers, wildlife campaign manager for World Animal Protection Canada, said this was due to the lack of oversight into captive wildlife animals. According to the Star, Hammer said the following, quote, Because there is no oversight, we have no idea where the kangaroo came from, whether the animal was transported in suitable conditions, the vaccination status of the animal, or any requirements for facilities accepting the animal, even temporarily, end of quote. Durham's region's lost pet search group, Team Chelsea, worked to help and locate the kangaroo. On the weekend, the kangaroo's trails went cold, but Team Chelsea assumed she was sheltered nearby to conserve energy and keep warm. According to Oshawa bylaws, zoos are not allowed to keep kangaroos unless the site is provincially run. The Oshawa Zoo is privately held and did not get back to the star in its relationship with the bylaw and why they keep kangaroos and other exotic animals. Next, in Ottawa, prominent Jewish groups hosted a rally on Parliament Hill in solidarity with Israel on Monday. According to the Toronto Star, speakers were to include people whose family members were killed by Hamas militants on October 7. Also, a Canadian woman whose Israeli cousin is amongst the hostages held in the Gaza Strip. Organizers wanted to gather people who believed in Israel's right to exist and its needs to defend itself against terror. They are calling on the international community to push for the release of hostages held by Hamas. According to the Star, Israel resumed deadly airstrikes on southern Gaza this weekend after a week-long truce fell apart on Friday. Israeli officials say 137 people were still being hostage in Gaza. 105 were released during the ceasefire in exchange for the release of 240 Palestinians who were being held in Israeli prisons. 
Most were women and children. According to the Star, a Global Affairs Canada statement on Sunday evening said about 600 Canadians' permanent residents and their family members have been able to leave the territory so far. Global Affairs also said an eighth Canadian has died as a result of the current conflict in Lebanon. One Canadian is also considered missing, but the government will not say who or where due to privacy reasons. In world news, French investigators are looking into a fatal weekend attack near the Eiffel Tower. According to the Toronto Star, they are examining the mental health of the suspect who swore allegiance to the Islamic State group before stabbing a German-Filipino tourist. He stabbed the tourist to death and injured two other people with a hammer. Officials said the French national Armand Rajapur Miandob has a history of mental illness and of Islamic radicalization. According to the Star, he is possibly facing a preliminary charge of terrorist-related murder. This has raised questions about security in Paris as it is preparing to host the Olympic Games next year. French Interior Minister Gerald Darmanin said the following, quote, This is a case that links radical Islam undeniably and mental illness. I must tell the French people the truth that there are numerous cases like this, end of quote. The stabbing took place within the future security perimeter that will blanket both banks of the river scene when the 2024 Summer Games open July 26. The suspect has previously spent more than three and a half years in prison on a terror conviction. According to the Star, he was on a police list of reared radicals and was watched by France's counter-terrorism surveillance agency. Officials said he received mandatory psychiatric care until April of this year. The minister said a few weeks before the attack, the suspect's mother told the police that her son had stopped taking his medication. Apparently, she was too scared of him to ask that he be hospitalized. After a few days, the mother came back to say he was better. According to the star, Darmanin said, quote, There appears to have been a psychiatric failing because doctors on multiple occasions decided that he was better, that he was more normal and could live freely. End of quote. Well, that was it for me today, and now I leave you with Rojan with our good news segment. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Good morning, everyone. You're tuning into the Good News Network, where we dive into stories you may not hear about. Today, we're going to see what some divers have uncovered in the Bahamas. A group of explorers found a trail of debris from a treasure ship that sunk near the northern Bahamas. The ship was identified as Spanish galleon Maravillas, one of the richest treasure ships to vanish at sea. According to the Good News Network, the ship sank in the northern Bahamas over three centuries ago, back in the 17th century. Experts believe that the ship has been salvaged for everything it was worth. The history behind this majestic body of a boat began on a late night on January 4th. According to the Good News Network, the ship called Noresta Señora de la Maravillas, which translates to Our Lady of Wonders, hit rock bottom near the western Little Bahama Bank with loads of treasure in its cargo. The Spanish ship was secluded to return to Cadiz, southwestern Spain, with a load of varying metals and semi-precious jewels. The ship also had treasure that was salvaged from another galleon that found its watery grave near Ecuador. According to Newsweek, the galleon was rammed by its flagship, which caused it to collide into a reef, resulting in the ship taking critical damage. Sean Kingsley, editor-in-chief of Wreckwatch magazine, said to Newsweek, the bottomless America's contraband smuggled on the Maravillas, stowed under floorboards or stuffed under beds, shows how 17th century writers were right to worry. Everyone was on the make. As the Chronicler put it, the king's treasury is like an owl from which every little bird plucks a feather. 
The unregistered Mexican coins, unstamped silver ingots, and masses of Colombian emeralds and amethysts found by Alan X are a microcosm of the age's get-quick-rich schemes. Since the wreckage, the galleon was raided multiple times, over 21 separate occasions according to the Good News Network. Some of the items that were taken include 30 tons of gold and silver coins and bars, jewelry, emeralds, amethysts, artifacts, iron anchors, and cannons. Because of the constant visits for treasure, experts thought that the ship would be a husk of its former glory. However, Newsweek said that since 2019, surveys of the Western Little Bahama Bank have identified over 8,800 targets of potential cultural importance with a magnetometer. After identifying those targets, divers were sent to investigate. According to Newsweek, they have traveled over three miles from where the galleon had originally sank. The Good News Network reports that buried in the sand were 10,988 olive jar fragments, 828 lead musket balls, 3,000 silver coins, and a combined total of 125 semi-precious stones were uncovered. You might think that it was centuries of hurricanes and storms that broke up the Maravillas, but the archaeology had forced us to rethink that theory, says Dan Porter, the project's offshore manager who oversaw the mapping, has said to the Good News Network. For a ship that had been raided multiple times, it's genuinely surprising that there is still more to unpack of it. Especially the olives. I wonder what the deal is with that. And with that said, this is the end of this week's segment. Be sure to tune in next week for more fun news stories. Format Radio, my name is Rojan. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Looks like the weather today will be a high of 2 degrees Celsius and a low of negative 2. I will be back next Tuesday on Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Krishiga Jathani. Thanks for listening.